0: IKA.com. with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to ten devices up to fifty feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com/in-car-Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted wi-fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation compatible device and vehicle required
1: welcome to the hornet's high presented by charlotte eye ear nose and throat associates the official eye ear nose and throat care provider of the charlotte hornets here's your host sam farber Welcome to another edition of the Hornets Hivecast, your Hornets podcast with all the notes, quotes, and daily buzz around your favorite NBA team. I'm Sam Farber, and it is a pleasure and a privilege to have you with us here once again on the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. It's a game day edition. Hornets taking on the Minnesota Timberwolves today, Black Friday. We'll give you some of our players to watch, get you the preview for that game. also talk about some Black Friday specials, who are some guys that are maybe are on the discount in terms of they're not the superstars on the team, but their contributions, man, they're worth their weight in gold right now. So on this Black Friday, we'll pick some of our specials and there's a special offer going on all throughout this holiday shopping weekend right through Cyber Monday. We'll give you some of the top games to pick out for the Hornets fan that's in your life and on your shopping list. Helping me on all of these topics, he's my producer on the Hornets Radio Network as well as the producer of this fine podcast, Rob Longo, back with us again here on the Hornets Hivecast. Rob, hope you had a Great Thanksgiving. Get some turkey, get some sides, get some pumpkin pie.
0: Yeah, probably overindulge just like everybody else. But try not to have the leftover Sammy before I came in today, uh, kick me into overdrive again to trip the fan. Hopefully doesn't have me fall asleep at the controls here. So but uh, hopefully it's the same way for the Hornets today, since it is a game day. After all, we got a game preview coming up here, but you know, hopefully everybody got enough carbs and they carbo-loaded and they ate enough so they don't fall asleep and they're just energized, ready to go tonight against the Timberwolves.
1: If we don't hit a commercial break at any point, I'll know that Triptafam has has set in. You know what happened.
0: Well, before we get to our game preview,
1: we want to talk about a a great special that's going on for all of our great Hornets fans. Clearly, you're listening to this podcast. You are a fan of Hornets basketball, and we want to help you get a head start on your holiday shopping by checking off that Hornets fan off your list, or maybe you want to self-indulge, buy something for yourself. So right now, right as you're listening to this podcast, through Cyber Monday, there are no fees on regularly priced tickets. You can always go to the box office, try and cut that out, but most fans today, they're buying on Ticketmaster, they're buying on Hornets.com. They're buying via the mobile app and Typically, those come with fees. Well, not right now. You can buy your tickets fee-free if you're purchasing games that come in the 2023 portion of the schedule. So the first one on the docket for that one is Monday, January 2nd. Hornets hosting the Los Angeles Lakers. Opportunity to see LeBron game after that against the Memphis Grizzlies. January 4th, chance to see an MVP candidate in John Morant. Maybe you want to come Saturday the 14th or Monday the 16th when the defending Eastern Conference champion Boston Celtics are in town. And, of course, there's another opportunity to see Joel Embiid. He missed out on the game the other night before Thanksgiving. He could be back on Friday, March 17th, with the rest of the Philadelphia 76ers at the Hive. So whatever game you're choosing, if it's in 2023 and you're not purchasing a resale ticket or a group ticket, you can purchase tickets without any fees, but only through Cyber Monday. So it got me thinking. Rob Longo. If you're buying for the Hornets fan in your life, what game do you have circled as the one you want to purchase fee-free?
0: There's a couple good ones. You already talked about them. I mean, the Lakers game just right after New Year's Day, then the Memphis game to see John Moran and the Grizzlies. Hopefully, John's back by then, obviously. He's a little banged up right now, but I'm sure he'll be back by then for that one. I'm always a big fan of the MLK Day games. I feel like the Hornets are always on the road for those, so the fact that it's at home this time is is really cool, and it's a 1 o'clock tip. The one that's pretty intriguing for me is the 26th of January against Chicago. It's a Thursday. It's a TNT game. 730 tip a little bit later could be very appealing. But for me, I have to go all the way into March on March 26th. One o'clock tip. It's a Sunday against Luka Doncic and the Dallas Mavericks. Luka is having an MVP caliber season. He has had an MVP caliber season the last couple of seasons, but this year the start that he's gotten off to is really special I know that there aren't that many other players on the Mavs that might be as appealing as Luka, and that's pretty understandable, but the ability to see him in person and see him just take over a game the way he does, and hopefully he doesn't against the Hornets. Hopefully Dennis Smith Jr. and the rest of the crew are able to lock him down pretty good, but seeing Luka in person is something that I think everybody needs to experience, so that would be the one game I would pick.
1: I love it. That's one of the ones on my list, maybe you know after the Thanksgiving holiday and some more time with family. I'm, I'm just big on getting the family. Out to games. And for me, with young kids, that typically means holidays and especially day games. And the Hornets have the benefit of a lot of day games or at least a lot more day games on the horizon coming up here in 2023. Something to look forward to. So especially if you've got kids, a young one, who maybe hasn't been to a Hornets game before because it was after bedtime on a school night, you got a lot of day games to choose from here in the second half of the season. You do have the MLK day game on January 16th, a Monday, 1 p.m. tip time against the Boston Celtics. Sunday, January 29th. 1 p.m. tip time at the Hive against the Miami Heat. Sunday, February 5th, 1 p.m. tip against the Orlando Magic. And then yet again against the Dallas Mavericks. The game you referenced, Luka Doncic coming to the Hive March 26th. Then we'll wrap up these 1 p.m. starts at Spectrum Center on April 2nd, another Sunday when the Hornets host the Toronto Raptors. So I know there's a lot of parents of young kids who are big basketball fans and you try and get them out to some of those night games, but it's not always easy this is your chance and your chance to do it fee free. You have to purchase on Hornets.com, Ticketmaster.com or the Hornets mobile app and you have to do it by midnight on Cyber Monday or else this deal turns into a pumpkin. So go ahead make your purchase. Our gift to you here on this Black Friday all the way through Cyber Monday and uh, happy to talk about some of our favorite picks here on the Hornets Hivecast. Coming up next, it's Black Friday. There's all kinds of great specials out there for those of you shopping. We're of course, working. Here on this shopping holiday. And we're gonna talk about some of the players that maybe have discounted roles. They're not quite the superstars on the team, but man, their value is huge. We'll talk about them next here on the Hornet Topcast. I'm not anti-aging. I'm pro looking my best. Getting cosmetic surgery at Charlotte Eye, Ear Nose and Throat Associates has me looking young again and filled with the confidence I need to take on the day. From Botox to rhinoplasty to facelifts, Santa offers facial plastic surgery from specially trained eye and
0: ENT doctors who are familiar with how all parts of the face work. Feel like you once did. Schedule your appointment today at ceenta.com slash appointments. Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates. They just make sense.
1: Sam Farber and Rob Longo here with you on a Black Friday edition of the Hornets Hivecast. Charlotte trying to put together back-to-back wins. They'll take on the Minnesota Timberwolves tonight. Actually, more like this evening, 5 p.m. tip time. We'll have a preview for that one momentarily. Right now, though, we want to talk about some of the players that are not necessarily stars on this Hornets team, but they're seeing their roles grow and their value to this team on a value-laden Black Friday holiday. Something worth talking about. So we're going to go down the roster, pick out a couple of players each that we think are the biggest values for the Charlotte Hornets, Gordon Hayward, Terry Rozier, LaMelo Ball, their value is well known. They're special each and every day of the year and they're the stars that really make the team go. Part of the reason why the Hornets have struggled to a 5 and 14 start is because so many of those stars have not been available. But then there's those guys that they're either role players and their value is just immeasurable. They're the difference between being a good team and a great team, between being a non-playoff team and getting into the mix. So we wanted to highlight some of those guys. Rob Longo, anyone stand out to you on the Hornets? roster
0: well when i think of black friday specials i'm thinking of the greatest value the biggest bang for your buck if you will and probably the one that stands out the most is probably dennis smith jr because of a low contract value he came in on a kind of a prove me deal comes out here and is having a renaissance season a career changing season more or less i mean the guy was obviously a lottery pick he had a lot of high expectations but now he's starting to live up to them a little bit and unfortunately he did get hurt on wednesday and hopefully we get Some pretty good news for DSJ today before the game against the Timberwolves, but what he's been able to do for this team defensively and the fact that he's been able to step up so well in the absence of LaMelo Ball is really good stuff, and I think that he's probably your best value player because, I mean, he's already getting recognition, and people are already talking about him potentially being on the all-defensive team at the end of the season. I mean, I know we still got 60-some games to go, but... If you're already coming up in that conversation, that just shows what you're capable of and what you've been able to bring value-wise to this team.
1: Helps when you're sitting top five, top ten in the league consistently in steals per game, uh, particularly when you're not necessarily expected to be a starter all year long. Dennis Smith Jr. getting some starters minutes, particularly when there were multiple injuries to the starting lineup, but he has been great all year long, no doubt about it. One guy that stands out to me as a a special here on Black Friday, I'm going to go with Nick Richards, someone who had not had a huge role on this team his first two years, his rookie year, uh, really at a disadvantage because it came in the COVID season. There was no summer league really a lot of disadvantages for all draft picks that year year two he started getting the mix a little bit filling in when there was injuries and other opportunities now he is taking a roll over on this team he's had three consecutive double doubles he has been a consistent finisher in and around the rim right around 60 percent from the floor and he's top 10 in the nba in offensive rebounding he's dominating the other number two centers and that's really what you look for you're looking for guys every team's got their stars it's not just how How many points do they put up? It's how many points do they put up in relation to the other stars on the other team to their counterparts and when you measure nick richards just across the board against the nba the numbers are good when you measure him against the number two centers across the nba the numbers are spectacular so nick richards huge value here for the hornets as a a former second round pick someone who's really really stepped up to the plate and as of late three straight double doubles another guy that we want to talk about someone that head coach steve clifford talked about recently and has been giving more run as of late Former first-round pick, now in his second NBA season, Kai Jones. Kick out, McDaniels for three, no. Rebound Mason Plumley gives it off to Kai Jones. Head fake, now goes up and lays it in in traffic. Kai Jones fighting his way to the 10. No one can outleap the Bahamian big man. The Hornets are in front for the first time, 47-46 that was maybe the more impressive of the buckets in traffic against some some honest competition but the most highlight late in play, maybe of the season, was the reverse jam he had later in that game. Uh, Kai Jones just continues to impress after that one came back the other night against the Philadelphia 76ers, more quality minutes. He had four big points. He had a career-high three assists in that one. Uh, Really great contributions from Kai Jones, and he drew some praise from head coach Steve Clifford. Well, again, he's playing, like, with purpose, you know, at both ends of the floor. So, I mean, he's a terrific athlete. He can run. He can defend. He can roll. He can rebound. He can block shots. And, you know, that's what I think he can bring to our team right now. And then he can grow. I tell all the young guys the same thing. Nobody's putting limits on what you can be. But this game is still about, you know, what are you good at? Do what you're good at. That's where young guys get mixed up. You know what I mean? Because... Right now, he's not one of the more skilled guys, or, you know, he needs to do that. That's what Nick Richards does, and Kai can play the same way, Plenty of strengths. Right now, he's a terrific athlete who's working on his skills. He's learning how to play, and as long as he does that, he has a role where he can help us. Rob, I think what Coach said there, it really is the point of it all. Everyone wants to be, in a manner of speaking, a five-tool player, someone who can do everything out there on the court and the reality is every team only has one two maybe three stars that are going to be asked to have the ball in their hands all the time take the majority of the shots so on and so forth everyone else is a role player and it's about how well do you execute those roles so Kai Jones we know he's working on his three-point shot. We know there are other elements of his game that are going to continue to blossom. He's such a young kid. He's only 21 years old. He's got seemingly limitless athletic ability. He's going to continue to get better. But right now, his job isn't about maximizing all of the things he can do. It's about minimizing the focus to a couple of things that he right now can do on a high-level NBA quality and just go out there and perform. And he's doing that right now, attacking the glass. He's doing it right now, attacking the rebounds. These are the things that are going to make him a member of the rotation for the here and now, and then he'll continue to grow his game from there. But I think Coach hit it on the head. It's what Nick Richards is doing really well right now. No one's saying Nick Richards can't ever shoot a three-pointer. He probably will develop that shot as the years go on. But right now... He's getting double-double after double-double because he does what he does best. That's attack the glass, get those offensive boards, get the putbacks. Kai Jones is doing the exact same thing.
0: And sometimes I think some young players, they want to do too much and it gets them in trouble a little bit because they're trying to shoot the three ball. They're trying to come in and make that instant splash right away when they don't need to do that. They don't need to come out and be flashy and make the big play. They just got to do the little things right. And again, I know we've talked about it. I've talked about it. Coach Cliff's talked about it. We just talked about it is Nick Richards is kind of the template for that. And that's how I feel about it is similar. Come up. Both guys big bodies, got started in organized basketball a little bit later than everybody else, did their time in college, and now they're still trying to get to that next step of development. And I think the fact that Nick Richards has shown that it takes some time, and, of course, people in the front court, the bigs, the power forwards, whatever you want to call them, they're going to develop a little bit slower than a point guard or a shooting guard, and that's just kind of the nature of the position. So the fact that Nick Richards was able to make this big jump Going into this season gives me hope for Kai Jones, too, obviously. Kai certainly has the athleticism. He certainly has the God-given gifts to do it. He has the tools in the toolbox. He just has to put it together and build something beautiful out of it, and I think that's a a great analogy that Kai Jones would certainly like and Kelly Oubre and those kind of guys. It was very an artistic analogy that just came off the top of my head, so I'm going to pat myself on the back for that one as well. But at any rate, I'm getting a little off-topic here, and I'm rambling, but Kai Jones certainly has that ability to be – I'm not calling him the next Nick Richards because he's a completely different player than Nick Richards and everybody has their own personality, their own persona, their own tools. So as long as he can just kind of continue on that path, Sky's the limit.
1: No question about it. With his kind of athleticism, his skill set truly is. But for the here and now, it's all about doing what you already do well. And he's putting that together, and that's led him to uh, three straight really solid performances here for the Hornets. Hornets are hoping he contributes a fourth. Hornets are hoping, most of all, for a second straight win. They'll play the Minnesota Timberwolves tonight. We've got our game preview coming up next here on the Hornets Hivecast. Get your holiday shopping started with the gift of Hornets basketball. Now until 1159 p.m. on Cyber Monday, regular price tickets to your Charlotte Hornets can be purchased for games in 2023 with no fees. See John Morant in Memphis or Joel Embiid in the 76ers. Any Hornets 2023 home game fee-free, but only through 1159 p.m. this coming Monday. Give the gift of Hornets basketball. Let's fly. Purchases must be made online at Hornets.com or Ticketmaster.com or the Hornets app. Group, student, and military discounts as well as resale tickets are not included. Sam Farber, Rob Longo here with you on the HHC. It's a game day edition. Hornets hosting the Minnesota Timberwolves. Charlotte looking for a second straight victory. This is a good Minnesota team right now. Uh, Hornets, they just got their fifth win of the season. Minnesota, this is a team that really, expectations were they'd be better than their record says they are right now, currently sitting at 10-8. and eight. But they've won five in a row. They're starting to put it together with their twin towers of Rudy Gobert and Carl Anthony Townsend. Uh, head in the right direction in the Western Conference. This is is clearly a team with all the draft capital they traded away to get Gobert that is trying to win right now. It's time for our game preview. Rob Longa, you know how this works. We need players to watch for each team and a statistic to watch. You'll go first. I'll follow your lead. Where do you want to begin?
0: Yeah, this is a tough one, but just to kind of kick things off, that five-game winning streak that Minnesota has now is now the longest winning streak in the NBA because... The Sacramento Kings lost on Wednesday. They had a seven-game winning streak, and I was one of the skeptics. I'll be honest. I didn't think that Rudy Gobert and Carl Anthony Towns were going to coexist together, and somehow they've made it work. I think that's kind of the Cleveland model a little bit because we saw what the Cavs were able to do with guys like Evan Mobley and Jared Allen, and after all, it is a copycat league, so I think that was part of the reasoning behind it. But, boy, did Minnesota give up a lot for for Rudy Gobert. But with all that said, I guess we can start with – Timberwolves player to watch and I mean they have so many weapons on this team when you look at it it's it's kind of remarkable what they're able to do Anthony Edwards always seems to have a big game whenever He goes up against LaMelo Ball and the rest of the Hornets. Obviously, LaMelo will not be playing tonight because of that ankle injury, but the guys that were 1-3 in the draft class, and they always get kind of that comparison together, and there are some people, for whatever reason, that still think that Anthony Edwards should have been rookie of the year over LaMelo Ball, but we will leave that at that, but I guess if I had to pick one player absolutely to go after in this one, it's gotta be Carl Anthony Towns. He finished with 23 points the other day. That was a team high against the Indiana Pacers. 8-11 of from the field. Only took one three-pointer, which I thought was interesting 6-7 from the free throw line 11 rebounds 8 assists 2 blocks 2 steals just did a little bit of everything in that game I'm pretty sure he almost had a triple double the last time that these two teams played in Minnesota but I do recall that he just went off in the fourth quarter was hitting threes was basically unstoppable so I think the one thing that the Hornets need to do tonight in terms of trying to limit those kind of guys, it's going to be hard to limit a guy like Rudy Gobert. We always know that the Hornets have a history of having a hard time handling big men, trying to really control the paint. So Mason Plumlee certainly going to have his hands full. PJ Washington's going to have his hands full. He probably draws the assignment on Carl Anthony Towns just because PJ is able to move a little bit better than Mason Plumley, and Rudy Gobert and Mason Plumley are kind of those guys that kind of match up a little bit better in terms of defense. So I think one of the things you're going to have to do is just keep Carl Anthony Towns out of the paint. He's capable of hitting three-point shots, but try to turn him into a three-point shooter, kind of like what the Hornets can do whenever they play the Milwaukee Bucks and Giannis Antetokounmpo. If you get Giannis starting to throw up threes, now if he gets hot, you tip your cap and you move on, but if you're able to get him away from the basket, force those mid-range, force those three-point shots then you just kind of take your chances against Rudy Gobert and the rest of those guys.
1: Yeah, I mean, th- this team is massive, and it becomes a massive problem because, you know, Rudy Gobert is a problem for the Hornets because when he's not typically a shooter, so the games where he's getting 10, 15 shots in a game means they're dunks, and he's not going to miss those a lot, so I agree with you. Carl Anthony Towns definitely someone to watch because he's more someone they're going to try and play through, but I am going to say Rudy Gobert is my player to watch because you got to find a way to neutralize him. He's the one where if he's getting a lot of shot attempts, and it's not... Him being force-fed, they're they're legit. He's getting second chance points, or they're legit. He's standing right next to the basket. They're able to feed him for easy dunks. Those are going to be the nights that that get away from you. And you look over the course of the season, his two of his you know really big performances. You know when he ends up with ten shots or more, they're only a five hundred team or right around there. But he, he's someone who can be absolutely dominant at times. Any time that he is getting more than thirteen rebounds in a game, they are I think. Four and one. I mean he he's just a problem. So I would have ordinarily taken Carl Anthony Towns. You picked him. I'm not allowed to double up, so I'll take the other twin tower, Rudy Gobert. And this is a tough one. This is why they took these guys. They're kinda of emulating what Cleveland did a year ago, but with more polished players, where Gobert is arguably the best defensive player in this current generation, and Carl Anthony Towns now has less of those defensive responsibilities. He can kind of play more of the, the safety role, block shots from the weak side and continue to dominate out there on the perimeter, in the paint, wherever he wants to go. He's that kind of player. Where do you want to go next, stat to watch or player to watch for the Hornets?
0: Let's go Hornets player to watch. Uh, This is a tough one just because of how well some of the Hornets played in Wednesday's contest. So I guess for me... I'm going to take a look at Nick Richards. I mean, he had 13 points, 13 rebounds, played 21 minutes, 5 of 10 from the field the other night in that win against Philadelphia. But I'm interested to see, and I haven't watched a lot of the Timberwolves this year just because Central Time Zone, we're playing almost every night that they're playing and that sort of thing. But if they break the lineup and they have, maybe they keep Carl Anthony Towns out there and they give Rudy Gobert a rest or vice versa, that's a big challenge moving forward for Nick Richards, probably one of the best centers that he will have to face regardless of who is out there on the floor. So I'm interested to see how he stacks up. Mason Plumlee and Nick Richards are pretty much splitting the time at the five right now just because of the way that the rotation has worked out. And if you're Coach Clifford, you got to play the hot hand. So Wednesday it was Nick Richards down the stretch. Mason Plumlee played a pretty big factor in that first half as well. But at the end of the day, Nick Richards trying to provide some spark off the bench against – Whoever is going to be at the five when that lineup breaks for Minnesota is going to be the guy that I got a key on.
1: I'm going to go with P.J. Washington for this one, and the reason why is, look, the Hornets have got to get somebody hot from the perimeter, and the way Minnesota's bigs work, P.J. Washington's going to have the athleticism advantage on Towns and Gobert in terms of running around, getting to open spots, and quite frankly, Gobert in particular, he wants to play down low, so anything to try and stretch the floor, you got to take advantage of. You look to that most recent game for Minnesota, yes, it was a win, yes, they dominated wire to wire, but... Miles Turner went 7 of 9 from 3. I don't know if P.J. Washington's going to even attempt 9 threes in this one, but someone's got to get hot from the perimeter. Terry Rozier's definitely got to do it. Kelly Oubre probably does too. Gordon Hayward probably does too. But who's going to have the most open looks because of just the position they play? Probably P.J. Washington. So I'm looking for P.J. to have a big night in this one, one of the things that the Hornets really need to have accomplished to get the win. Last but not least, statistic to watch.
0: I have two. So go for it. Th- no, this is my gift. I'm going to let you go first for once. Oh goodness me! This is why because the last time we did this, we were both thinking of the same stats. So I'm being nice. I'm extending the olive branch, and I'm going to let you have first crack for once.
1: I, I usually like to defer to uh, everyone else, but okay, I'll take the the bait here. I'm going to go with points in the paint. Charlotte did a great job finishing in the interior against Philadelphia, and yeah, Joel Embiid wasn't there, but they still had centers. They still had Montrez Harrell, still had Paul Reed. The Hornets did a good job of getting into the paint, and particularly when the three-point shot was off. Now, Rudy Gobert is a different animal. He's maybe, again, the best defensive player of this current generation. So scoring against him is not easy, and the fact that he's there frees up Jaden McDaniels, Carl Anthony Towns, other long, tall players to play off the ball and just rack up block shots. But Charlotte's got to find a way to attack and play in the paint, whether that's the second unit, whether that's the first unit, doesn't matter. I do think the Hornets need to knock down some threes in on this one, but you can't just give up paint points. And, again, I'll turn back to that last win for Minnesota. They outscored Indiana almost 2-1 to one in points in the paint, 74-38. to 38. So whether it's Charlotte keeps pace in that category or just doesn't get blown off the face of the earth, doesn't matter. Hornets need to hold their own in points in the paint, or Minnesota can just run you over.
0: Well, we were way off because I that was not one of the two that I had pinned. So... Now I'm torn. I don't know which one to go with. Got to pick one. Can I pick both? <laughs> I'm kidding. But seriously, can I pick both? Sure, go for oh, it. Oh, look at this. I Black got Sam Friday off special. the hook. Yeah, two for one, Black Friday special. Quickly, I think the first one, and it kind of coincides with what you said, is the offensive rebounding. The second chance points, more or less, just trying to keep those guys off the glass because in that game against the Pacers, Carl Anthony Towns, three offensive boards, Rudy Gobert, four offensive boards, and that was it. I mean, they had eight total offensive rebounds but those guys got the bulk of them. So I think you're not going to be able to keep them off the glass the whole night. But if you're able to limit what they can do off the glass, then that certainly helps. So that was the one that I certainly had circled. The other one I have circled is bench points too, because the Hornets bench came up really big on Wednesday. Those guys played really well. They outscored Philadelphia's bench, which is obviously very, very short these days because of all the injuries they had. The reason Minnesota's bench is very, very short is because they got rid of all of their capital and all of their assets to get a guy like Rudy Gobert. So their bench doesn't have the fire power that it might have used to have. I mean, you have guys like Austin Rivers and Torian Prince, who are decent players that are coming off of the bench for Minnesota, but they're only scoring in single digits. They're not hurting you the whole way. And knock on wood, hopefully they don't change that kind of pace on Friday. So the bench points when the lineup breaks, hopefully that's the chance that the Hornets get in order to kind of get around Those twin towers of Rudy Gobert and Carl Anthony Towns because those guys play a ton. Cat played 37 minutes the other night and Rudy Gobert ended up playing 32, which is a little bit less, obviously. But those guys are out there on the floor a lot. Once they get the rest, you got to take advantage of it. You got to be able to drive to the paint when you're not going against the trees as much as you normally would be. So for me, the bench points is probably a little bit more important than the second chance points offensive rebounding category.
1: There you go. That's our game preview. Hornets taking on the Timberwolves. Tip time is set for 5pm. Hope you join us at the Hive. If you're within shouting distance, come on out and join us. Tickets are available at Hornets.com. And one last time, I'll give you the offer. It's for Black Friday all the way through Cyber Monday. No fees when you purchase your tickets on Hornets.com, Ticketmaster.com, or through the Hornets mobile app for any game in the 2023 portion of the schedule. Take advantage of this offer while it lasts, because it won't last long. It expires at midnight on Monday.
0: Rob Longo, thanks as always for joining us here on the HHC. Thanks, Sam. And one more thing, City Edition, first time tonight. That's right. Beautiful, beautiful uniform debut.
1: And the court will be out there for the first time as well. So check those uniforms out. I will try and paint the picture for you tonight here on the Hornets Radio Network. Till next time, for Rob Longo, I'm Sam Farber saying it's been a pleasure and a privilege having you along. We'll talk to you tomorrow with a post-game recap edition of the Hornets Hivecast.